Hey there, welcome to Your Living Health. This is the podcast where we talk about real life strategies to reduce your chronic inflammation. Each episode, we're going to uncover tools for how you can lose weight and achieve optimal health. I'm your host, Carly Lucchese. I'm a UC Davis trained registered dietitian, and I'm also a life coach. So together, let's coach through the science of inflammation, but in a way that's simple, purposeful, and fun. You ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back. How are you? Last week, we discussed what it means to pursue discomfort, uh, kind of what that looks like, why you're going to want to if your goal is a reduction in your chronic inflammation. Uh, I think it was super valuable information. I would love your feedback too. But if you haven't, please go back, take a listen, because today's episode's going to build on this a little bit, just to build on this concept. But it's a little bit more specifically designed for this particular behavior trend that I see. And this doesn't even matter if you have that type A or type B personality. It kind of hits both realms of things. So this behavior trend, it is very sneaky. It is a sneaky trick of your primal brain. And I want to use this episode to really study it and to just simply shine a spotlight on it so that you won't find yourself falling into its sneaky little trap. So stick with me here as I um, kind of just paint the picture where many of you might be. So I'm just going to assume that most of you are trying to lose weight and to gain longevity by reducing your chronic inflammation, right? Boom, it's totally simple, (laughs) right? The whole point of this podcast, right? So in this journey, there are multiple steps or different milestones that you will go through. And each of you are going to be at a different point. So I want to kind of go through the milestones and paint this picture of where you're at. Uh, So the first step is that you're going to come across is kind of that need to gain awareness of your mind. So this step is going to serve to help you understand the problems that you're even up against. You are going to spend lots of time listening to material like what's on this podcast or listening to the thoughts from your brain and you're going to spend a lot of time just simply watching yourself think and act. So this is where awareness is huge, half the struggle, right? Next, you're going to begin to learn the skill of allowing emotions and really getting comfortable being uncomfortable. You will begin to consciously catch yourself avoiding or resisting life's discomforts and you're going to instead shift into an energy of more embracing it. So once you're comfortable being uncomfortable, you will then learn how to redirect your brain away from unuseful thoughts. So you're going to notice that these thoughts are unuseful and you're going to see ahead of time the spin that they cause in your life and you're going to kindly interrupt those thoughts with intentional thoughts on purpose. So once you have begun to use the skill of parenting your toddler brain, which is that redirection, you'll wonder what's next, right? Because you're like, dude, I've got this. This is totally awesome and easy. Then what you're going to want to do is to bravely decide upon a big, scary goal. 
So all the drama is going to come up when you decide on this big scary goal. But then you're going to move into the step of deciding your thoughts, deciding your feelings, deciding your actions on purpose as you pursue this new version of yourself. So this is that really exciting point to be in. Um, But then you're going to, of course, trudge through complete disconnect, which sucks. Check out episode 18 if you want to know more of what you're up against. And then this final step that I want to touch on today is the step where you're intentionally deciding the plan and procedures that you're going to follow in order to achieve this big, scary, specific goal. You will have managed your mind to be thinking purposeful thoughts, to be seeking beneficial emotions, and now you're going to have specific actions in place, intentional actions in place, that are going to propel you towards this goal. So I'm not sure where each of you are at, kind of in that steps, those milestones of things, but once you have that plan of action in place, you have a goal, you have this destination in mind, this is where things are going to get a little interesting for you. And this is where I begin to see this behavior trend start to pop up. So let's continue to use the example of losing weight. So this plan that you have, this plan that you've developed is going to include lots of purposeful fuel eating, right? You're going to have fuel eating a majority of the time. You're going to have that intentional joy eating. And you're probably even going to have some unintentional emotional eating. That's because you're not perfect. You're still a human, even though you have this awesome goal and this awesome food protocol. And we are, because we're human, we're bound to struggle in specific areas, especially when it comes into shifting your food protocol. And I'm going to further break down food protocols in a future episode. But today, I want to highlight just that place in your food protocol where you have included joy eating. This joy eating might look like eating a homemade cookie right, that your daughter baked for you on a Friday night. This is super yummy. You know your daughter's the best cook. She baked these for you, and you plan on enjoying that cookie on Friday night. You've planned this into uh, your week where you have lots of fuel eating, and you have this cookie in place, and it's just for the sole purpose of enjoying this cookie that your daughter baked on a Friday night, right? just for the sole purpose of enjoying a freaking cookie. You like your reasons for including this cookie and it remains in alignment with your goals. So you're kind of happy with your decision ahead of time. Like let's say you decide your food protocol on a Sunday and Friday comes and that's going to be cookie day. So you're happy with your decision to include this specific cookie on this specific day. You're excited, you look forward to enjoying it on Friday with your daughter, and you use this planned joy eating experience during the week to help you to redirect your brain away from desire during the other days of the week. So from the start, this cookie plan is really benefiting you. You're excited about it, right? 
It helps you to redirect. It helps you to kind of shift that desire. It helps you to look forward to this experience of joy eating and help you to fuel a majority of the time. But then Friday comes along. You finished your dinner. You know it's just about time for for a cookie with your daughter. And you thought you would be excited about it. But strangely, you're not. So there's this odd emotion of guilt, but I think even more is a little bit of ego popping up. So you might be hearing thoughts like, you don't need this. It's going to knock you off track. You're better than this. Are we really going to do this? You were so good this week. And there's this intensely strong desire to skip the cookie. And many of you at times have probably skipped the cookie, right? You've given in to these thoughts that you don't really need it. And this can show up in other areas of your life too. It is definitely not isolated to just food. This can happen with plans in place that you've made for the gym or for work or relationships or projects, you name it. You show up with a plan and now you are being led away from the plan, which is fascinating, right? So I want to just get curious and just begin to study what's happening here. So first, I want you to notice what is the energy that is driving your actions in this specific situation? And really be on to yourself because this energy is going to be masked with good intention because thoughts like you don't need this are really easy to believe because they can seem very true, right? You don't truly need the cookie. Everybody knows this. Nobody is going to die if they don't have cookies. You don't need the cookie. Nobody needs cookies. But I just want you to shine a spotlight here and really notice be on to yourself what emotion is being generated by some of these gift wrapped thoughts, the thoughts that seem good for you, but are not good for you. They're like little gift wrapped poisonous thoughts. For me, this really came up for me. And I think that's why I had this, I'm beginning to notice it come up in clients a little bit more. But when it came up for me, the emotion that I really felt was ego, pride, I had many unintentional thoughts that were driving this action of perfectionism. And that perfectionism, it was easy to go along with because I was losing weight. I was feeling great. I was sticking to my plan 100%. And this was this strategic, sneaky way that my brain was conjuring up where I could get extra credit. Because who doesn't like extra credit, right? I think this episode, what I'm really understanding is that it might be more designed for those of you who are overachievers or go-getters at heart because you are the people who craved the extra credit in school, right? You wanted that extra practice in your favorite sport. You wanted that A plus instead of just the measly old A. You want to be the best and you are not willing to settle for anything less than the best. But the problem here surrounds this intense craving of perfection. So I want you to stay with me here, okay? Because perfection in this example, interestingly, looks like having the cookie, not skipping the cookie. The cookie was built into your plan from the start. 
But now your brain is working to trick you into the belief that perfection looks like fueling your body 100% of the time, not 85% of the time. Perfection looks like steering off course, changing your plan based on an urge, this desire for perfection, right? Perfection in your food protocol. I'm going to fuel my body 100% because that is the best thing for me. But the problem with perfection is that it does not leave room for your humanity. And your primal brain knows this. Your primal brain's goals in life are to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and to conserve energy. Its goals will never change. And your primal brain understands, because it knows you, unfortunately, it understands that you crave perfection. You are a go-getter. You're an extremist. You are all or nothing, right? And it's going to use this behavior that you're proud of against you. You have to remember your primal brain is the best salesman that you will ever come across. In this instance, your brain is using something that you're proud of about yourself to knock you right off track because I want to go over how this is going to play out, okay? So you look forward to this cookie all week, but when it comes time for cookie time, you believe the thought you don't need this, so you decide to skip the cookie. Now, notice you are no longer following your food protocol you have come off track. Your plan is void until you consciously decide upon a new one. So either way, it's this win for your primal brain, okay? Because if you remain off protocol, which you are by skipping the cookie, how easy is it for you to give into desire later? Because you can then easily believe the urge to have a cookie the next time it sounds good because you skipped it earlier, right? Because technically you're still on food protocol. If you have that cookie later, nothing's gone wrong. But this is a lie. This is 100% incorrect. And I want you to call your brain out when it tries to trick you of this. You are not on protocol anymore. Not at all. This is because the food protocol is put into place so that you can make decisions ahead of time with your adult brain, your prefrontal cortex. And you are not allowing your primal brain to make uh, the space to make those decisions because those decisions are made ahead of time with your adult brain. But the ones that are in the moment is your primal brain. That's that instant gratification When you decide not to have the cookie during cookie time and then you give in to desire later, you're no longer deciding from your adult brain. This is just one, this is just step one for getting you to fall off of protocol and it's step one for the tricks that your primal brain uses to win. Your primal brain wants you to be off track. It wants you to give in to making decisions based in instant gratification. But on the flip side, right, because I said the primal brain, it's going to win either way. It's going to win if you get knocked off track and you decide, oh, I'm going to have the cookie later. I'm still on food protocol. But what if instead you then try to be the adult, try to make decisions, and you decide to adopt a new food protocol? 
One where joy eating is not included because you've decided you really don't need it, right? You've gone through the week, you didn't need the cookie, so I'm just not going to include it into my food protocol. You are going to put in place a protocol to fuel your body 100% of the time because the fact remains you're 100% of a badass and you expect nothing less than the best of yourself. But I want you to remember one very important fact. Perfection does not leave room for your humanity. And when you strive to feel perfection, certainty, excellence, these emotions They are either in place, they're either intact, or they are not. There is no in-between of excellence. There is no in-between for perfectionism, certainty. These are very binary emotions, and there is no room for your humanity to exist. But, my friends, I think you know, I hope you know, humans are not perfect. You are not perfect. This is a 100% neutral fact. It is not up for debate, right? There was only one perfect human ever to exist, and it is not me, and it's definitely not you either, right? So when you choose to pursue binary emotions that don't leave room for your mistakes, you're setting yourself up for failure, and conveniently, your primal brain knows this. It loves this. It knows This is the direction to go for you to give up. You cannot eat to fuel your body 100% of the time. But in the moment when it tells you you don't need the cookie, it is really working hard for you to believe that perfectionism is possible. And that is how you're going to get your extra credit by being perfect, by not including joy eating into your food protocol. But I want you to shine a spotlight, be on to yourself, see through this BS. And just remember, fueling your body 100% of the time, it is not a sustainable practice. Plan on it and follow through with that plan of joy eating. So to all of you overachievers, all you perfectionist type out there, I really want you to listen up. Because you can't override your humanity with action. When your brain tells you that you don't need the cookie when you've planned to have the cookie, have the freaking cookie anyway. That is what you planned on. You can always use this as an opportunity to reassess your joy eating next week. But I want you to follow through with the plan that you've made for this week. You can change your plan but you're not allowed to change your plan less than 24 hours before you want to have this new behavior. Your brain, it is working on overtime to try to get you to fall off track, to try to get you to fall back into old behavior patterns. And the two tricks that it is working to achieve is to either get you to fall off of your plan and give in to desire, or it's trying to trick you into believing that you can be perfect. These thoughts, they might sound so pretty. They might sound so true and so beneficial. You don't need the cookie. You're better than that. It's going to knock you off track. But I want you to be on to yourself. And I want you to love yourself and trust the plan that you've made, right? All right, you've got this. But please be careful to leave room for your humanity. 
All right, if you haven't booked your consult, head over to yourlivinghealth.com and let me know where you struggle and what the challenges are that your primal brain tries to sell you on. And uh, I will talk to you next week. All right, bye. Hey, change is hard and doing it without professional guidance can make it seem impossible. If you're willing to do the work, I can make your path to longevity straight and strategic. Take the first step, head on over to yourlivinghealth.com and book your free consult so we can chat about your unique situation. And please take a second or two and leave me a review. Thank you for your interest in reducing your chronic inflammation and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.